Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
This is Chicago's finest internet radio show, making a world a better place, one show at a time. The George Water Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. No, no. That's the wrong one. All right, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show, folks. Thanks again. Uh, it is a beautiful day in Chicago. It is spring-like. Not, not a summer-like day, but a spring-like day. You know, I mean, not a, yeah, a spring-like day. And but it's beautiful. The sun is shiny. It goes in and goes out. I hope it's wherever you are in the world that you are safe and uh, enjoying the weather. You know, just uh, forget about what's going on in the world. And <laughs> it's hard to do that when you're listening to, to my show. So uh, we have to cover this, folks. It's just Donald Trump has signed an executive order. I'm getting right into it, you know. Donald Trump has signed an executive order to stop the separation of children from their parents at the border. Now, he thinks this is going to all go away because he signed an executive order for something he started. He started this. Now he's acting like he's a uh, uh, victor, that he's winning, and that he's doing something for us by stopping this when he's the one who started it in the first place. And I want to say this. He may have stopped it, but it's still lingering in the minds of American people's, people and people around the world. A lot of those kids who have been separated from their parents, I'm hearing that the Trump administration will not try to get them back together. Okay? Uh, but going forward, he will not, they will not take uh, kids from their families. They'll just lock them up together. <laughs> As if that's some sort of consolation. Well, we will not take kids from their parents. If they come here illegally crossing the border, we'll just put them in cages together. Putting people in cages concentration camps, tents. It's just immoral. And for Donald Trump to try to take credit for something that he started, it's shameful. He doesn't want to take uh, uh, blame for anything that he does that is fucked up. So he's going to sign an executive order to say that he's stopping separations of families because it's not his fault. He's doing something great. He's doing something good by stopping the separations of family when he is the one who implemented it in the first place. And I wanted to say, I, I said this to some other people, I want to say this. He can stop the separations um, for these children, but some of these children have irreversible uh, emotional damage because of being ripped away from their parents' arm. They will never, ever, some of them will never, ever live this down, being ripped away from their parents' arms and taken far, far away. And now, even though it, it, it's, it's, it's stupid, it, even though he signed an executive order not to take uh, kids from their parents if they come across the border illegally, but to lock them up together. But the ones who have already been separated from their parents, 
the Trump administration is saying that they're not going to try and get these people back together when they themselves forcibly uh, did this, tore them apart. I think they should. I think they should go find every kid that they ripped away from those parents and, 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 and find a way of getting them back together again because it is their fault. To say they're not going to try and get kids back together with their families after they ripped them away is atrocious. Trump, the Trump administration is, folks, I don't know any other word. I know you got some stronger words for Donald Trump, but Trump is scum. He's the scum of the earth. The people who work for him, they are scum of the earth. And we're going to find a way of getting that piece of shit out of our White House. Get him out of our White House. And this has just came across my desk, folks. Some of those migrant kids that were separated from their parents by the Trump administration, I'm hearing, I'm, I'm hearing and reading that some of those kids have been drugged. Yeah, drugged without their permission, without the permissions of their parents. This is another black eye for the Donald Trump and his team of goons in the White House. Some of those kids have been drugged. And this is according to some documents. So if there's writing on this, apparently it just may turn out to be factual. That Donald Trump and his thugs will be held accountable for drugging kids. I don't care if you're giving them a vitamin. If you're giving kids any type of a pill Without the permission of their parents, it's illegal. You don't give a child anything without asking their parents. These are four or five-year-old kids, or maybe infants that they're giving drugs to without permission of, from coming from the parents because these assholes uh, rip the kids from their parents' side to give them drugs. This is just awful. And... Uh, uh, there's always more to come with this. Uh, if you're writing a book about Donald Trump, <laughs> this guy, this administration is giving you more and more um, information, more and more garbage to put down because this is history making. I mean, this is Donald Trump and fucked up America so much. It's going to take centuries to get it out of the muck. Um, it's not going to take that long to uh, reverse and to undo a lot of the damage that this guy has done to America. It's just that this will be talked about for centuries and centuries and centuries to come. No other presidency will be talked about as much as this one will be, because this is the monumental worst administration ever. Even And, and I want to say this, Donald Trump has signed an executive order. He loves executive orders. Orders. Donald Trump is sick with power. He loves power. He loves power over the weak, mostly. The weak. He loves that. He loves power. This man is crazy about power. That's why he hasn't resigned over all of this bullshit that he has put on America. He hasn't resigned because he loves power. And now Donald Trump is trying to, believe me, Donald Trump and his team, they're trying to come up with some kind of distraction to distract us away from this. 
and the lawsuits that are piling up now against this administration are numerous. I mean, there are so many lawsuits going after Donald Trump in this administration. He might as well resign. Every parent that had their kids ripped away from them by Donald Trump will be lawyering up, lawyering up, they're going to get a lawyer, and they're going to sue the fucking crap out of Trump and his goons. And let's get back to uh, shocking documents saying that migrants' kids drug without their permission. As I've said before, if you give a child a vitamin without consulting their parents, that's wrong. You don't do anything to a child unless you consult the parent, and this is bad, and this is bad for the Donald Trump administration. Another black eye. All right, you've been listening to the George Walter Jr. Show. My guest is Joy Bluff Puff, and we'll see what she's talking about once she gets on the show. We're going to take a break, folks, and a musical break, and we're still hoping for that blue wave coming November. I think it's going to be massive. As I was saying on the show yesterday, I think it's going to be very, very massive. And now the Republicans are running around trying to save face. They know that this is a clown and a con man and a piece of shit that they let permeate American soil. They are running around right now trying to save their face. You know, uh, they're trying to, some are actually trying to stand up to Donald Trump. You know, because the reason why I think they're standing up to Donald Trump is, is because three quarters of the United States can't stand him, don't, doesn't like any of his policies, doesn't like him. And they know it. But they're going to suffer the same fate as Donald Trump is going to suffer. We don't need Mueller's investigation to already on this jackass that we can throw him out of the White House for. But he has a Republican Congress saving his ass. They don't like what he's doing. They can't stand what he's doing. Sometimes they uh, have the bones, backbone to stand up against him, but they will not do anything about it. That's the thing. They know he's a rotten, low-down, uh, mean, vile, vicious son of a bitch, but they will not do anything about it. And that's what pisses off America, that we're paying these guys and girls in Congress to do their jobs to help pr- protect America against somebody like this who is dissenting our allies and arming our enemies. Because our enemies, our enemies are telling Donald Trump to do one thing, to destroy the United States. And that's what he's doing. And the Republicans will not stand up to him to protect America and the American people from this monster. Be right back.
All right, people all over the world are saying fuck Trump. Even when he walks the halls of the White House, they're saying fuck Trump. You know, it, it, it's a great catchphrase that was harnessed by actor Robert De Niro, who is one of my heroes. I love it when people um, start to say what they should be saying. I love it when people are engaged and calling out a monster who is a monster instead of licking his feet like, like the Republicans are. Some of them are. And uh, it's great uh, that people are, are calling him out and calling his, uh, his lying bag of uh, windbags out, the people who go out to lie uh, for him on television, on the radio, on Fox, people who lie and defend this piece of shit. It's great to, to know that the majority of the American people are saying fuck Trump because Trump is saying fuck the American people. Calling us son, son, sons of bitches. He can't stand us. That's why he wants to hurt us with cutting programs. Yeah, he just tried to cut $15 billion in social programs. In social programs. And this is true. He, I mean, internet and other sources uh, and other media outlets. The, the guy just tried to cut $15 billion from social programs. And guess what? The Republicans stopped them from doing that. They're getting, uh, the, they're getting what's going on in, in America. They're getting it. But they may be a little bit too late because there's a blue wave coming and no matter how good they try to do things, it's not going to happen. They're not going to retain their offices. Obviously, a blue wave is not going to get rid of every Republican there is. That would be nice. That would be so nice. But some, of the, some Republicans, as I'm on the radio today, are trying to stand up to Donald Trump. Because they know he's out to destroy everything he lays his hands on. He's out to destroy America in the name of our enemies, not our allies, not the friends, but our enemies. If you watched his overseas debacle, he was praising the dictators more so than our allies. And that had a lot of people pissed off. He's a traitor. He's treasonous scum and he's doing what he's doing to america what our enemies want us to do he's a russian spy he should be thrown the fuck out of office and and, and also he should be jailed i don't want to see him i, I want to see donald trump suffer i want to see him suffer a lot of people are talking about maybe he should get a bullet to the head. I want to see this guy suffer. He should not uh, leave us with a quick death. He should suffer. And he's going to suffer. Once he's out of uh, the office of presidents, he's going to suffer. He, he will not have any more. Uh, our money will not be spent on him for Secret Service, although he... If he's a billionaire, I don't know if he is. We haven't seen his taxes. We haven't seen shit. He could be just as broke as you or I because we haven't had seen his taxes. But once he's out of office or if he's kicked out, he will not have any kind of protection 
like secret secret service or capital police or any or, or even private police who are guarding him and keeping him and his family safe while they while they wreck the country wreck the economy at the same time getting rich yeah okay let's get back to this uh Migrant kids drugged without permission. That's a that's 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 huge. That is breaking news, folks. Uh, this is if one of those kids had died in captivity, uh, uh, Trump would have be and his goons would have uh, been tried. Hopefully, tried for murder. I think that's one of the reasons why Donald Trump signed this executive order. So if one of those kids died that he helped to separate, he didn't want to go to jail or prison or or be called uh, uh, a murderer. Okay. Donald Trump's solution now is to lock families up together. <laughs> He's, I'm going to lock them up together now. Ain't that a bitch? It's like keeping them together but still locking them up. This man should be thrown out on his ass quick. There's no other way to say it. And here's a video that's showing uh, that shows immigrant kids being brought to a New York City foster center in dead of the night, sneaking them in. Wow. Trump drowns ocean protections during national ocean month he's just out to destroy this country that's all he is and that's all he's been doing tear it apart tear it up fuck them that's what he's saying he's saying to us fuck them all right and a lot of these people who are separating these parents and locking these parents up they should defy trump Border security should defy him. Don't do a damn thing he says, ask them to do if they don't feel comfortable with it as separating children, putting them in cages, or keeping the children together with their families and then having them in cages or tents. So his solution is now that he signed an order to... uh, Actually, if you think about it, Trump didn't have to sign anything. He did not have to sign an executive order to stop this from happening. All he had to do was just make a phone call to the border and say, cease and desist with all separating of children from their parents. He didn't have to go as far as to sign an executive order. But he wanted to be dramatic with it, right? He wanted to be so dramatic with it and not take the blame for it. Well, I've signed an executive order, no more separations of parents, of children from their parents, as if that's a good consolation when he is the one to blame for this. So you guys out there, do not let Trump sidetrack you. Do not let him sidetrack you. Do not let him con you, because that's what he is. That's exactly what this man, this man is and probably will always be. All right, migrant children drugged without consent at government centers. Court documents show 
even if, as I've said, and I've said it a thousand times, even if you're giving children a vitamin, you don't even give them a vitamin without the consent of their parents. Because we don't know if that's actually a, actually a vitamin or not. This is really bad for the Trump administration. And uh, Trump think, thinks he's gotten out of it by signing a, an executive order for his own administration to stop separating families. He thinks he's gotten out of it, but this just threw him back in it. You know what I'm saying? Um, allegations, the Allegations Center on Mental Health Facility in Texas that has had problems in the past. Okay. All right. The article says staff working on the behalf of the Office of Refugee Resettlement are routinely routinely drugging detained children immigrants with psychotopics without their parents consent consent according to legal filings this is another okay according to legal filings which means more lawsuits for Donald Trump and and his gang of goons which is this is totally with merit all of them have merit so he's going to be sued uh, by a lot of people who have lawyers right now uh, for separating their kids, separating, taking their kids uh, from out of their arms and, and putting them somewhere in tents or cages. So Donald Trump has uh, deal with all of that. But on top of he's going to also be sued for uh, if this turns out to be if the allegations turn out to be true, and I believe they will, he will be sued for uh, this, the drugging of kids without their consent. I don't give a damn if you're giving them a vitamin or a candy pill or whatever you're giving them. With You, you don't do nothing to a child unless their parents are present. The Trump administration officials have repeatedly insisted that the family separation policy they implemented over the last six weeks is humane. It is not humane. There's nothing humane about it. But the ongoing lawsuit over the Flores Agreement, a 1997 settlement that the party governs the detention of a child migrant that the White House hopes to overturn, alleged a litany of wrongdoing at the uh, OOR contracted facilities. Of course, the Trump administration, they're going to say that that they, uh, when they're separating families, it's humane. It is not humane. You don't put kids in cages. That is not humane. That is, and the government, and we all know that's not humane. The drugging allegations are among the most disturbing. One child cited in a lawsuit, see, I told you folks, a lawsuit. Okay, um, one child cited in a lawsuit, in a lawsuit reported taking up to nine pills in the morning and another seven in the evening without knowing what the medication was or if it was medication. Okay, ORR routinely, routinely administers kids. Okay, 
psychotropic drugs without the lawful without lawful authorization. A memo filed in the law in the lawsuit on April 16th reads: When youth object to taking such medication, OOR compels them. OOR neither requires nor asks for a parent's consent before before medicating a child, nor does it seek lawful authority to to consent in the parents. Instead, OOR or facility staff sign consent forms anointing themselves with authority to administer to administer psychotropic drugs to confine children. This is deep. This is so deep that Trump should he should just quit. Most of the allegations center on Shiloh Residential Treatment Center in Manville, Texas. But the lawyers in the Flores case who have ex- have access to the medical records of their clients say the problem is widespread. Well, it better stop. And it's widespread under under Donald Trump's um, under Donald Trump's watch. But this is bad for, for Donald Trump to know that his administration are drugging children without the parents' consent. That's bad. That is bad. That that's a thousand more lawsuits up his ass. Followed uh following the ones that the lawsuits that's gonna hit his ass for separating uh children from their parents. Every one of them people probably has a lawyer right now or should. All right. You've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. We are talking about the migrant children drug without consent at government centers. This is what we're talking. I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump and his goons are going to find a way to blame Obama. They're going to find a way to blame maybe even George W. Bush. But we know that the Trump administration, whatever happens under the Trump administration, he's not going to uh, deal with it. He's going to push it off. He's going to blame somebody else. That's all. He, but the American people are not stupid anymore. I mean, we, we know that Donald Trump is going to try to blame Obama. We know that Donald Trump is going to try blame anybody that he can because Donald Trump will do anything and everything to stay in power because he's power hungry. He wished he had a lot more of it. And that's why he wants to be a dictator. It'll never happen. He's too stupid to be a dictator. He's too, he's too, uh, too fragile, too thin skinned to be a dictator, to be anything, to be anything. He's just a Donald Trump folks is just a man off the damn street.
Right, the actor Peter Fonda is making news. You hardly ever hear from Peter Fonda unless he make, he's making a movie or something. He is the uh, youngest brother to Jane Fonda, the actress. And he's making news in a tweet today, folks. And I am a brand new fan of Peter Fonda. Um, Peter, uh, let's go back up to the article. Secret Service notified after Peter Fonda's obscene tweet about Baron Trump. Everybody knows that Baron Trump, I believe, is Donald Trump's youngest son. He looks to be maybe around, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. I could be wrong, but that's what he, he looks to me until somebody actually tell me his age. I really don't care. But anyway, um, um, let's see. This computer, <laughs> this computer is just acting a fool. All righty. Um, all righty. Okay, where did I get that from? The the United States Secret Service has been alerted, okay? The Secret Service have, has been alerted. But I don't see no threat here, okay? Uh, because, uh, the, I mean, as much as Donald Trump has been threatened, as much as this guy has hated, just like everybody around the world is saying something about getting rid of Donald Trump in one way or another, so the Secret Service, if they if if they're act after Peter Fonda on this, they should be after half half or or two thirds or three quarters of the United States or the world because everybody is saying uh, wanting something to happen to Trump, and the Secret Service know it. I mean, even people all on Twitter and Facebook and the other social uh, media is saying awful things about Donald Trump. It things that they could do to Donald Trump and things they wish of Donald Trump, all negative, okay? So the the, the United States Secret Service going after uh, Peter Fonda, an actor, I mean, they might as well just go after everybody, millions and millions and millions of people around the world who are saying the same thing. Trump should, somebody should blow his fucking head off, you know? Uh, but I understand what uh, Peter Fonda is saying, and I'm pretty sure some members of the Secret Service understand what he is saying. 
because he is saying what so many other Americans have said and are saying. But what Peter Fonda has said is no comparison what some of those people on Facebook are saying about Trump. No comparison. What he's saying is very light, but they're going after him because he's an actor. He's famous. They're not going to waste their time going after somebody who's not famous unless there's a real credible threat uh, to Donald Trump. And I've said this before on this show, and I'm going to say it again. I think Trump does have a target on his back. Trump has put a target on his back. He's put a target on his on the backs of his family because of the kind of the asshole that he is. I'm pretty sure some of the people who are guarding him and protecting him, they can't stand him. And people are saying, hey, wow, stop guarding him. They can't stand it, but they they have a job to do. They have their kids to feed, uh, mortgage or car payment, so they stay on the job. But but one of the things I want to say to a lot of people, it's to work for Donald Trump is really really bad. It's awful to work for Donald Trump because if especially if you're young, you're driven, you're ambitious, and you work for Donald Trump, you you find yourself out of work. And you're looking for another job and you put on your resume or your application reference, you worked in the White House, <laughs> you're going to have a hell of a hard time getting a job. Donald Trump is one of the worst presidents ever. And and majority of Americans think that. Business owners, people who are working corporations, I mean, people who are mopping floors out here. Donald Trump is one of the worst people to work for, especially if you trying to. If you quit your job, if you get fired from your job in the White House uh, and you go around with your resume and you go to your, go to your job interviews and they ask you about your past employment and you say the White House, Donald Trump, hey, all right, bye. All right, let's get back to uh, actor Peter Fonda. One of my favorite actors, although I think the last time I saw Peter Fonda in a good movie was called um, what is it? It, it was a Western. Um, it was pretty good. I think I have it here in the studio somewhere called, um, I can't think of it right now. My mind is so convoluted with Donald Trump, but, um, I think, uh, let's see, 310 to Yuma. Right, right. Right. With, uh, uh, 310 to Yuma with Ben Foster. And, uh, I think Ben Foster is a great actor. I just think, uh, that he hasn't been getting the right kind of movie roles. Ben Foster and uh, the, the the other guy. But anyway, uh, the United States Secret Service has been alerted in response to a tweet by actor Peter Fonda, who said Baron Trump, President, uh, President Donald Trump's youngest son, should be separated from his family and put in cages with pedophiles. No doubt about it, Peter Fonda was was heated, was furious, was mad, was pissed off, was just angry at this happening like the rest of the world, like the rest of us. Okay, I'm quoting uh, Peter Fonda here. He's saying that we should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him, okay, I'm doing that twice, okay? All right. Uh, Okay, we should rip 
we should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arm. This is Peter Fonda. We should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles. See if mother will will stand up against the giant asshole. <laughs> the giant asshole is Donald Trump. Uh, she married to. She is married to. Uh, 90 million people in the streets on the same weekend in the country. Fuck. Fonda wrote in a tweet, which has since been deleted. Okay, uh, Melena Trump, uh, she found it uh, reprehensible. But uh, the guy's got uh, a point here. I don't see anything where he's threatening Donald Trump's life. So, and she said, we should rip Baron Trump. We should. Maybe that, that's what they're looking at. We should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles and see if his mother would stand up against the giant asshole she is married to. Wow, that's great. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I love it when people come out and just speak their mind. I love it when people do not hold back what they're saying. There's so many people in the country, they hold back what they say, or they're afraid to say something. Or even though you've got people who are afraid to post, uh, it, it could be many reasons why they're afraid to post what their real thoughts are. It could be afraid of losing their job. It could be afraid of losing friends. It, it could be anything. But I love it when people are when people speak their mind. Stop stop trying to be so eloquent. Stop trying to be so statesmanlike. Stop trying to be so uh, above it all. Just come out and say Trump is a giant asshole. Just come out and say it. Hey, Trump comes out and say it. Why can't you? Trump doesn't give a fuck about language. He doesn't give a style. He doesn't have any class. He doesn't have any dignity. When he speaks, he just comes out and says, put that son of a bitch in jail. Throw that son of a bitch out. Fuck him. That's Donald Trump. So you you want to meet Donald Trump with what he knows best, foul language. Well, anyway, um, yeah, um, I am so proud of Peter Fonda for having the nerve and the courage uh, and the wherewithal to stand up to this monster we have in the White House. As you can see, I truly don't like him. I haven't liked Donald Trump for a long time. And there are some people who criticize me because I, they say I say too much or post too much about him. But I'm going to say a lot. I'm going to post a lot. I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to try and encourage other people to do the right thing until this maniac is gone. Until he is gone. Because his main objective is to get rich in America. His main his main objective is to destroy and tear this country apart and blame someone else for it. Those are his main objectives for America. And we all should be pissed off and mad and angry and stay angry until we vote this pile of shit out of uh, the office. Okay, something just came across my desk. President Trump speaks at a rally in Duluth, Minnesota. Hours after signing an order to end family separations. Now he's at an, at this point, he's at a rally. This is what this is saying up here. At a rally. Whenever he gets his ass handed to him, he has to go to some fucking rally to have people 
cheer him, clap for him, and agree with his bullshit. That's all it is. His ass has been lashed. Now he needs he needs somebody to cheer him, clap for him, say, yay, Mr. President. Yeah, you are our king. So we're going to hear a lot about this uh, rally tonight because that's all it is. That's all it is. A bunch of stupid ass people not knowing what the fuck they're doing or into, praising uh, a dictator. It's just beyond me. Yeah, so he's he's uh uh he's speaking at a rally. I mean, and the only reason why he goes to these rallies is not to try to say to not to meet the people, but to have the people meet him. For the people to meet him. So they can yell and scream and, and Trump, Trump, Trump. You know, because the rest of us can't stand him, so he needs to go somewhere where people like him. This is Donald Trump. And he's going to get there. He's going to get on the podium. The media is going to be there. It's going to be televised. And Trump is going to do what Donald Trump does. And that is lie through his teeth. And when he lies through his teeth, his supporters are going to scream and yell and and clap. You know, give him great a, a great round of applause while he's screaming out bullshit and lies. Basically, that's all there is to it. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. This stuff comes across the computer. I have to talk about it, and I have to give my give my take on what's happening because I mean, we're living in a world where democracy is threatened. Donald Trump has he the guy has a lot of energy. He has a he signed an executive order. Now he's going to going to a rally just so people can cheer him and say he's great. That's all he's doing is going <laughs> people to cheer him to say he's great. And um and they're going to do it. His mindless, clueless supporters. I don't want to call them names, but they're calling us names. So, you know, I don't think they really really care if someone calls them a name, but um it's just bad all the way around. We need to take this country back and we need to take it back quickly. And I think we will. I think I I think there's going to be a massive I say this every day all the time on the show, and I will continue to say this uh, up until the midterms and to find out what's going to happen. And uh, I, I, I have, I believe there's going to be positive things that's going to come out of this. And, but, but just stay, folks, just stay positive, stay up, stay mad, stay angry, and vote these son of a bitches out. Take this country back so we can reverse a lot of the damage that Trump and his goons have done. Um... And stay up, stay positive. You know, I mean, don't go around sulking and feeling bad and depressed and helpless because of what's going on in America. Stay up, stay positive. Say, hey, wow, we're going to vote these these fuckers out. We're going to vote them out. Stay up, stay positive, stay and keep yourself uh, healthy, exercise, drink water. and just say to yourself, we're going to vote these son of, son of a bitches out. We're going to vote blue. 
guest in Smoke, Peter Sponger, Jesse apologize for Walter, Baron, Trump, Sweet. We apologize. Still, he got off. He got off a good one. Somebody made him, made him a problem. 78 years old, wow. Easy rider. We're all with Sometimes we all say things we shouldn't say. And in the heat of the moment, we just, you know, lose it. You lost it. Sometimes I lose it. I mean, on the show, sometimes I say things I probably shouldn't say. But I just need it. My emotions sometimes get the best of me. And but I don't apologize to anything. The rock is never pushing the blow down. Trump is some other earth. I'll never apologize for that. <laughs> but I can see where uh, Peter Fonda uh, apologized because uh, he went after a 13, 14 year old child. Trump's youngest. Hey, but Trump is going after kids younger than that for separation. And now he's going to cage them with their family. So I, I don't I don't think he probably should apologize, but I can't speak. All right. Department. In the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I got to tell you the truth, folks. I got to tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion, 
Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the invisible man has a special list of ten things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these ten things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. He loves you. He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all powerful, all perfect, all knowing and all wise. Somehow, just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars, they pay no taxes, and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. Thank you very much. But I want you to know, I want you to know something. This is sincere. I want you to know, when it comes to believing in God, I really tried. I really, really tried. I tried to believe that there is a God who created each of us in his own image and likeness, loves us very much, and keeps a close eye on things. I really tried to believe that, but I got to tell you, the longer you live, the more you look around, the more you realize something is fucked up. Something is wrong here. War, disease, death, destruction, hunger, filth, poverty, torture, crime, corruption, and the ice capades. <laughs> Something is definitely wrong. This is not good work. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Results like these do not belong on the resume of a supreme being. This is the kind of shit you'd expect from an office temp with a bad attitude. <laughs> and just between you and me, in between you and me, in any decently run universe, this guy would have been out on his all-powerful ass a long time ago. And by the way, I say this guy because I firmly believe, looking at these results, that if there is a God, it has to be a man. No woman could or would ever fuck things up like this. So, so, if, if, if there is a God, if there is, I think most reasonable people might agree that he's at least incompetent and maybe, just maybe, doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit, which I admire in a person and which would explain a lot of these bad results. So rather than be just another mindless religious robot, mindlessly and, and aimlessly and blindly believing that all of this is in the hands of some spooky incompetent father figure who doesn't give a shit, I decided to look around for something else to worship. Something I could really count on. And immediately, I thought of the sun. Happened like that. Overnight, I became a sun worshiper. Well, not overnight, you can't see the sun at night. <laughs> but first thing the next morning, I became a sun worshiper. Several reasons. First of all, I can see the sun, okay? <laughs> yeah. Unlike some other gods I could mention, I can actually see the sun. 
I'm big on that. If I can see something, I don't know, kind of helps the credibility along, you know? <laughs> so every day I can see the sun as it gives me everything I need. Heat, light, food, flowers in the park, reflections on the lake, and occasional skin cancer, but hey. <laughs> At least there are no crucifixions, and we're not setting people on fire simply because they don't agree with us. Sun worship is fairly simple. There's no mystery, no miracles, no pageantry, no one asks for money, there are no songs to learn, and we don't have a special building where we all gather once a week to compare clothing. And the best thing, the best thing about the sun, it never tells me I'm unworthy. Doesn't tell me I'm a bad person who needs to be saved. Hadn't said an unkind word. Treats me fine. So, I worship the sun. But, I don't pray to the sun. Know why? I wouldn't presume on our friendship. It's not polite. I've often thought people treat God rather rudely, don't you? Asking you know, trillions and trillions of prayers every day. Asking and pleading and begging for favors. Do this, give me that, I need a new car, I want a better job. And most of this praying takes place on Sunday, his day off. It's not nice, and it's no way to treat a friend. But people do pray, and they pray for a lot of different things. You know, your sister needs an operation on her crotch. Your, your brother was arrested for defecating in a mall. But most of all, you'd really like to fuck that hot little redhead down at the convenience store. You know, the one with the eye patch and the club foot, huh? Can you pray for that? I think you'd have to. And I say, fine, pray for anything you want. Pray for anything. But what about the divine plan? Remember that? The divine plan. Long time ago, God made a divine plan. Gave it a lot of thought, decided it was a good plan, put it into practice. And for billions and billions of years, the divine plan has been doing just fine. Now you come along and pray for something. Well, suppose the thing you want isn't in God's divine plan. What do you want him to do? Change his plan? Just for you? Doesn't it seem a little arrogant? It's a divine plan. What's the use of being God if every rundown schmuck with a $2 prayer book can come along and fuck up your plan? <laughs> and here's something else, another problem you might have. Suppose your prayers aren't answered. What do you say? Well, it's God's will. Thy will be done. Fine, but if it's God's will and he's going to do what he wants to anyway, why the fuck bother praying in the first place? <laughs> Seems like a big waste of time to me. Couldn't you just skip the praying part and go right to his will? It's all very confusing. So to get around a lot of this, I decided to worship the sun. But as I said, I don't pray to the sun. You know who I pray to? Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Two reasons. First of all, I think he's a good actor, okay? To me, that counts. Second, he looks like a guy who can get things done. Joe Pesci doesn't fuck around. Doesn't fuck around. In fact, in fact, Joe Pesci came through on a couple of things that God was having trouble with. For years, I asked God to do something about my noisy neighbor with the barking dog. Joe Pesci straightened that cocksucker out with one visit. It's amazing what you can accomplish with a simple baseball bat. So I've been praying to Joe for about a year now. And I noticed something. I noticed that all the prayers I used to offer to God and all the prayers I now offer to Joe Pesci are being answered at about the same 50% rate. Half the time I get what I want, half the time I don't. Same as God, 50-50. 
Same as the four-leaf clover and the horseshoe, the wishing well and the rabbit's foot. Same as the mojo man. Same as the voodoo lady who tells you your fortune by squeezing the goat's testicles. It's all the same, 50-50. So just pick your superstition, sit back, make a wish, and enjoy yourself. And for those of you who look to the Bible for moral uh, lessons and literary qualities, I might suggest a couple of other stories for you. Uh, you might want to look at the Three Little Pigs. That's a good one. Has a nice, happy ending. I'm sure you'll like that. Then there's Little Red Riding Hood, although it does have that X-rated part where the big bad wolf actually eats the grandmother, which I didn't care for, by the way. And finally, I've often always drawn a great deal of moral comfort from Humpty Dumpty. The part I like the best, all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. That's because there is no Humpty Dumpty and there is no God. None, not one, no God, never was. In fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it this way. If there is a God, if there is a God, may he strike this audience dead. <laughs> See, nothing happened. Nothing happened, everybody's okay, all right? Tell you what. Tell you what. So, Maggie, how was your weekend? Oh, it was my daughter's birthday on Saturday. Thank was you it? For asking. Oh, yes. well, oh no. That's so I, nice. It is. I'm nice. glad you had Thank lots of you. time and breathing room to celebrate that. Amidst the tweet storm yeah. that focused in part on you, in part right. on Michael Cohen. So, let me just read one of the president's 24 tweets. This weekend, the one that uh, relates to you. Uh, the New York Times had a third-rate reporter named Maggie Haberman, known as a crooked H flunky who I don't speak to and have nothing to do with, are going out of their way to destroy Michael Cohen and his relationship with me in the hope that he will flip. They use non-existent, quote, sources. And a drunk, drugged-up loser who hates Michael... A fine person. That is a, not you, Maggie. By the way, who so is that? Thank with you. a wonderful person, uh, with a wonderful family. Uh, Michael is a businessman for his own account lawyer, huh? who I have always liked and respected. Most people will flip if the government lets them out of trouble, even if it means lying or making up stories. Sorry, I don't see Michael doing that, despite the horrible witch hunt capitalized and the dishonest media. He was upset about your reporting about the the pickle that Michael Cohen is in. Right. What, how do you explain how exercised he was? Well, I think that this is a topic, as we've discussed here over several mornings, uh, is, is one that uh, is hitting a nerve with him. I think that he, is, he and his lawyers are very anxious about the Southern District investigation into Michael Cohen. That is right now more of an imminent threat than the Robert Mueller uh, special counsel probe is. Um, the president, uh, I, look, the story was really not about you know, destroying their relationship. The president has destroyed their relationship pretty handily on his own over a very long period of time. And that is what the story was about, which is that he has been, um, he is abusive, according to almost everyone I speak to, to, to most people in his orbit. And family is not accepted um, from that. But, but he is particularly abusive to Cohen over the years. And then the question becomes, does that come back to haunt him at this point? I, I do not believe that that would be um, an only factor in Cohen's mind. Only Michael Cohen obviously knows what he is thinking of doing. Because he's been um, so loyal, despite the verbal been, abuse correct. and despite the disrespect, correct. he's been so loyal. So correct. obviously that hasn't bothered him to that degree in the past. Well, or at least there wasn't sort of the, the presentation of his life or the president's life right. in front of him before. And that, I think, is what is going to, end, prosecutors are going to hand him. Right. And look, right. let's just be clear about what's going on. You know, Maggie, uh, better than anybody we're nowhere near the idea of Michael Cohen being presented with any kind of offer no. to have to do anything. Correct. We know there's an investigation. Uh, I still don't understand what the charges would be. Right. Uh, reading right. everything through, 
I, I don't even know what it is yet. So we're going to have to see what it is. No, but that it's, a very good, it's a very good point. It's that the good. president is not uh, preoccupied right. with this. That's why he'd go after you. Everybody mm -hmm. knows his um, his description of your relationship and who you are is silly. Uh, there are few reporters that he's given more access to. We know what he's saying isn't true, but it is a clear reflection of what's going on with him. Mm. Now, are we going to have this situation be once again where he's flooded the zone with so much BS that we don't look at each of it individually? Because this is a man who has pledged to take the opioid mm -hmm. um, crisis real, to treat addiction in a mm -hmm. way that no president has before. We know he has to be talking about Sam Nunberg, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody yes. else fits the description of Correct. being anyone who would be connected in any way to any kind of uh, problems with addiction except for him. Um, and again, maybe it's speculation, maybe it isn't, <clears throat> but that's true. Mm -hmm. Should he be held to account, the President of the United States, for referring to somebody as a drugged-up drunk when he says he wants to mm -hmm. give attention to addiction, treat these mm -hmm. people with respect, treat them as sick, help with the problem? Because he just identified the problem. He is the problem. The stigma is a big part of the problem in changing how we deal with it. I know all the other stuff is great political intrigue, no, but, but should we is, focus on that? I, I totally agree with you. Yes, we should. I mean, this is somebody who, a huge driver for his election, both in the primaries and in the general election, was concerned about the opioid crisis, um, the spread of addiction, the lack of treatment, the lack of options. He was very good at going to events and sort of sounding a note of compassion, calling someone a drugged-up loser on Twitter, and especially then creating this kind of, who is it? Is it Sam Nunberg? Is it someone else game? Um, that is the opposite, and that is something um, that people who have been uh, working in the field of addiction for a very long time have been trying to push back against. When it comes from the President of the United States, it is, it is a fundamentally stronger message. And it is, as we know, I mean, I think this is the reality, Chris, that you're pointing to, and it's an important, it's an important point. Um, this is how he really feels what he's, about addicts. You know, we know that he had a brother who died of alcoholism. We know that he considers addiction to be weak. Um, Whatever he says to people when he is either um, dealing with people who have lost children, as he did recently in New Hampshire, um, to opioids, or when he is trying to sound as if he is focused on this crisis, that is very revealing to say what he said. Mm -hmm. um, he's obviously very exercised as well about what's happened with James Comey, the book tour, mm -hmm. and the memos that were released that James Comey had written after meeting with um, Donald Trump. So here's another tweet. James Comey illegally leaked classified documents to the press in order to generate a special counsel. Therefore, the special counsel was established based on an illegal act. Really? Does anybody know what that means? I mean, I don't know that he knows what that means based on that tweet, because we don't actually know that what Comey did um, was quote unquote illegal. We do not know whether there was classified information that should have been that was retroactively classified. The inspector general is looking. That at is it. being looked. At. Well, there is a big difference between something being looked at and something being done. But the same way, there is a big difference between a country saying they're going to denuclearize and actually saying that. for sure. And I we're going to get to that. Yeah. But that is what triggered the special counsel. He's mm -hmm. right about that. The, the, the James Comey handing over the uh, memos to a friend. Well, Rosenstein you know, I was triggered say, the special that's counsel. That's not true. Yeah, there were the, the memos were part of it, but the fact that the president fired Comey mm -hmm. in what um, the deputy attorney general clearly was concerned with, at least partly politically yep. motivated, partly personally motivated, all of that is what triggered Sure, sure. But I mean, you just heard James Comey there say, I had hoped to, to push. trigger yes. something by releasing sure. these because he was so alarmed by what he had already heard. Sure. But I mean, I think that, again, this, this always goes back. The president's very good at winnowing things down to the act and trying to get us to kind of um, fight on those terms. Uh, he, he has been more successful than I think people realize at setting the terms of debate of the coverage of what he does. But the reality is that as the Comey memos present and as all of our independent reporting showed at the time, the, the collective we, 
there were many reasons right. um, that people were concerned. Yeah. And Rosenstein pulled the trigger right. on this. Okay. And, you know, and this was, this was uh, right. Trump's guy. You know what's impressive to me about this? Not that he once again, how can you not know how to spell counsel with special counsel when you've written about it so many times, Mr. President? Mm. Just, you know, take a beat. You know, realize what words you're putting down there. Your words matter. How can somebody <laughs> who has... Good Twitter. Well, but I mean, at this point, how many times has he written about Jim Comey and the special counsel? He still misspells it? What, I, what I'm saying is... Somebody who has the best information in the world about all of this stuff, right? We don't even come close. He is always going off what he hears in the media about yes, this. Right. Jim Comey says, you know, I really wanted to give it a push, you know. And he's kind of, he's kind of boosting himself anyway, right? It's part of his book tour. He knows uh, right. that it was his firing, not what he did. Uh, but the president picks up on what the guy says as part of his book tour, and that's more important to him than all the information he could have about this investigation from the people doing it? He, as you both know, he comes to conclusions, and then he looks for information that can back that up. And so he's watching television, he's watching these interviews, he's watching Fox News, and he has decided that Comey is corrupt, and this is all wrong, and look, that's what points to it. And He's living the dream, this go. man. All the dreams that we've had of, boy, great to know for sure. He's always a phone call away yes, from sure. Yes. And yet he goes on what he sees can't, on Fox. Can't control what that information that he's getting, um, you know, from his actual government. It's much easier to try to control what people are seeing through your Twitter feed. Oh, yeah.
All right, a poster on Facebook. I'm quoting her. She's saying she's talking about Donald Trump like the rest of us, right? Uh, he will not admit to lying. He absolutely believes everything he says. He could say blue is red and absolutely believe it. He is a lying sociopath. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself, folks. All right, you guys, uh, we're just about off the air. We're going to get off uh, uh, in a few minutes. And um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening and being a part of the George Walter Jr. Show. Remember, if I'm not on and you enjoy the show, make sure you listen to the podcast. Um, because I think that the podcast, I've listened to a few of them. I don't listen to every show I do. Uh, matter of fact, when I, if I listen to one of my shows after I do it, it has to be something there. Somebody maybe want me want me to check out something at, on a particular show, uh, you know, whether it's negative or positive, you know, uh, or something like that. But hey, wow! If I'm not on the air, if I'm not on live, make sure you check out the podcast. And uh, you know, they're all could be, you know. Uh, live <laughs> even if they're recorded or podcast all right the george wilder jr show is just about off the air i want to thank everybody for tuning in as always i respect your time i respect and appreciate your time because you don't have to give it to me and you don't always have to listen to the george wilder jr show live as a, as i just got through saying uh the podcast is there for your listening pleasure a lot of the shows are just plain old fun folks i mean you, you you'll laugh at some of the things i say but some, even though they're serious, it's a fun time, and I try to have that fun side of the show with me because I love doing it, and I can, and I know you can tell that I love doing this show because um, <laughs> I just do. I just do. We've we've been on for a long time now, for, you know, uh, a few years, and uh, it, and I'm still learning stuff. I'm always learning stuff, and uh, it's a great show. It, it's beautiful it's wonderful i've got some brand new clips up here that i'm going to share tomorrow and and we have a uh, special guest tomorrow make sure you tune in for that because it's going to be pretty good we have a special guest yeah yeah we have a special guest tomorrow all right folks uh have a good day have a good evening have a great weekend whichever one comes first as i've always saying and make sure you take care of yourself stay up you know stay positive um do the right things, exercise, drink water, um, be nice to one another out there. Be nice. All right, the George Wilder Jr. Show is just about off the air. Thanks for listening.
out those podcasts and make sure you check out my work on amazon.com and we will see you tomorrow 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 everybody stay up stay positive stay focused and vote blue hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.